police in the morning. An original animated feature so exciting it's scratching at the door. Comedy is unleashed when Scooby-Doo, your favorite mystery-solving mutt, teams up for the first time with Courage the Cowardly Dog. The canine colleagues sniff out a strange object in the middle of nowhere, Kansas. The backwoods hometown of Courage and his owners, Eustace and Muriel Bag. Soon, the mysterious discovery puts them on the trail of a giant cicada monster and her wacky winged warriors. Fred, Velma, Daphne, and Shaggy know that this job is too big for a fly swatter. They'll need the help of the doggy duo to piece together the puzzle. Can Scooby and Courage overcome their jitters and defeat the insect army before the whole world bugs out? Try not to get scared. We double dog dare you. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the B-Movie Bros. Your review B-Movie is the best for our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are with a, with a special B-Movie Bros of a brand new-ish movie came out this year. Straight out of nowhere, Scooby-Doo meets Courage the Cowardly Dog. What you heard was the Amazon.com description because I got this movie from the library and they fucking cut half the box off of it. Very weird choice. So, let's dive right into it. Technical difficulties, Paul, where do you want to start? Let's start at the top first. Alright. So, for me, the top, number three, I think it's an interesting idea. You know, you have two dog protagonists that have mystery, mysterious stuff going on meet to solve a mystery, like, cool. Something that, that would have been fun to see, like, two decades ago when I was a child and these shows were both on the air. Number two, Eustace. I identify so much with Eustace. Just, <laughs> just shut up, kids. Leave me alone, kids. The older I get, the more Eustace I become. Just trying to watch the telly. <laughs> get me something to eat. Number one. There is a kaiju fight in this movie. C Courage, Courage gets giant and fights a giant cicada monster. I mean, I'm all I'm all in for kaiju fights. Yeah, definitely seemed uh, to work with Courage the Cowardly Dog. So, right, number three. So Courage the Cowardly Dog ended in 2002, like almost 20 years ago. So it was really cool getting to see the characters again. You know, Courage, Eustace, Muriel, even like. Cats and like quack, like made appearances. Like, that was kind of fun. I, I really liked the show when it was on, and it was just nice seeing them again. Number two, Eustace, by far the best character as usual, at least when he wasn't rapping. And number one, there were a few scenes toward the end of the film that didn't all right job of combining the very different styles of the two shows, and you know, it. I don't think it worked all that well, but, you know, you could tell there was a genuine attempt to make something that was would appeal to, like, fans of both um, franchises. So, you know, good job. Well, on to the bottom. For me, number three in the bottom, there's a musical number by Eustace. It's a rap song titled Straight Out of Nowhere. Fucking terrible. It, it belongs nowhere in this film. It's so out of character for Eustace, too. It's like, it's, it's just painful. Number two. The two art styles of the, of the franchises aren't, like, meant to go together, so they chose the, the style of Scooby-Doo. The, the older Scooby-Doo styles, not the, like, new, weird-ish ones. 
But Courage's physicality doesn't really work well in the Scooby-Doo art form, where there's a lot of more serious tones to the art form of it. The, you know, discombobulating body parts and reforming things and, like, physically morphing into other beings just doesn't seem to go with the art style of Scooby-Doo. Number two... I mean, number one. Whatever comes after two. Or before. However we do this. You get it, the idea. It feels like there was enough material for like a half hour or maybe like a 45 minute special. Like like the new Scooby-Doo movie. Scooby meets Sonny and Cher. Or the Harlem Globetrotters. Like Scooby meets Courage the Cowardly Dog. Sweet. 45 minutes. No. This thing is like an hour and 20 minutes long. And they just pad it out by making things much longer than they should be. Oh, there's a physical gag that should be like two seconds long. How about we make it two minutes? Oh, you know what would make this movie longer? A musical number by Eustace that makes absolutely no sense and no one wants to hear. Like, use the material that you have to make something of an appropriate length. You know, package it with a couple extra episodes of special features. Give me some Courage episodes and some Scooby episodes. Don't just, like put shit in here just to lengthen the movie. All you're doing is detracting from the characters and what little story you actually have. Yeah, if you had to have a crossover of these two franchises, you know, don't make it as don't make it an hour and a half. Make it like a half hour if you if you absolutely have to do this for some reason. Or for my bottom three, number three, like Cora said, the animation styles of Courage, the Cowardly Dog, and Scooby Doo really don't don't mesh well at all, which just led to like this weird mix of the two, where it just felt very off, and like you don't get the um yeah it's just very it doesn't feel like really either of them. It's definitely more more Scooby than Courage, but overall I don't think it it didn't really feel like either one to me. It just felt like they were awkwardly thrown together. Number two, Rapping Eustace. Number one, the general styles of the two shows are so different, in like, that they just, it was almost impossible to blend them at all. I mean, the tonality. Got, yeah, the tonality of it was just completely off, like, are completely separate. Like, um, Scooby-Doo is more realistic, and it will sometimes have this crazy, like, Hanna-Barbera, like, like um, hijinks and gags, whereas Courage is just, like, dark dark surrealist like humor and everything it's just they're so different that combining them i i don't really know how they would have done it but they didn't how they would have done it well but they didn't do it here and it should have been a pretty big clue when um it turned out that um john dilworth the creator of courage cowardly dog was not involved in this so um yeah that's um that basically says all you need to all you need to know about it well, we didn't mention it, but there was some, you know, decent dialogue in this movie, so let's have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. I'll get us, or Paul will get us started off with. Go in and watch a bit of telly and relax. Stupid meddling kids. Hush it. I can't watch. I can't hear the dang TV. I simply don't remember inviting you. I simply don't remember voting for you. Lots of weird stuff goes on in nowhere. 10 out of 10 tourists would not have would not have done what you've done. The things I do for love. 
That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this film or anything else you'd like to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. Do you think we forgot the most important quote, though? Ooga booga booga! <laughs> it's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scales are of our scale. 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 6 out of 10. I also gave it a 6 out of 10. Having recently watched lots of different Scooby-Doo movies, I have to say that this is not one of the better ones. The premise is good, you know, two-dog character crossover. Unfortunately, it doesn't work out so well. Gags go on for far too long, and many scenes are unnecessary. Of the two styles, they chose to go with the Scooby-Doo style, but added some of the physical jokes from Courage, such as body parts flying off and reattaching, and Courage's morphing body antics. Things that really don't make sense given the style and tone of the film. It's a premise that may have been cool two decades ago, but since Courage ended nearly that long ago, it just seems like an idea that came straight out of nowhere, and should have stayed there too. Scooby-Doo meets Courage Cowardly Dog is a crossover no one asked for and quite frankly should not exist. The Hanna-Barbera hijinks of Scooby-Doo really don't blend well with the dark, surrealist environment of Courage's Cowardly Dog, making for an awkward, unnatural-feeling story that failed to satisfy fans of either series. Combined with a weak story and dialogue, as well as having scenes that drag out in order to extend the runtime, this movie was very taxing to get through. The fact that John Dilworth, the creator of Courage the Cowardly Dog, was not involved in this film should have been all the clue you needed to know how bad this is going to be. Overall, Scooby-Doo and Courage Cowardly Dog are two series that have no business crossing over, which is obvious to anyone even remotely familiar with either one. Sadly, this was less of an, an homage to either beloved franchise, but a cheap, soulless cash grab created by people with no love for either. Well, whether you like it, hate it, want to have more fun with it, or forget about it, we always have ways to drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. Some come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time the word kooky is used, take a drink. Number two, every time Muriel says that the gang is something other than mystery solvers, take a drink. Number three, whenever something gets eaten, take a drink. And number four, anytime Velma uses her tablet, take a drink. Every time Shaggy uses a cell phone, take a drink. Every time you see a portrait of a Courage villain, take a drink. Every time Eustace scares someone with his mask, take a drink. Every time Courage morphs into something else, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away the slick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else Beamer related, let us comment on your iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com, that's follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, and my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all of the content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links are right below. So, Paul, what did more damage to your childhood? This or Dragon Ball Evolution? Dragon Ball Evolution, by far. But that... There's there's no excuse for that that one at all. This one, um, I mean, it was bad, and it didn't do either series justice. But I mean, it wasn't Dragon Ball Evolution. So, and on that note, friends, until next time, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs>